are your brothers and plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. This is Up For Debate Presents, Insert Coin, A Summer of Video Game Movies. Tonight, Super Mario Brothers. You're in for a treat, so hang on to your seat. Get ready for adventure and remarkable feats. You'll meet Koopas and Troopas, the princess and the others. Hanging with the plumbers, you'll be hooked on the brothers to the bridge. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Up For Debate the debate podcast that dares to revisit the terrible video game movies of the 80s and 90s. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by my brother and fellow plumber, Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. My last name is also Mario. Yes, I'm Sean Mario. It's a me, Sean Mario, and he's Luigi, uh, Luigi Matt Mario. Mario. Sean, well, I think that if, for it to make work, to, for it to, to make it work, you would have to be Sean, Sean, and Matt, Sean, right? Because Mario, Mario. Yeah, again, this movie brings up more questions than it answers in a lot of ways. But one of them is, was he named Mario? Because I'm assuming their parents had the last name Mario, which means Mm -hmm. did they name him Mario knowing his last name was going to be Mario? I think it's one. It's like Sirhan Sirhan, right? Like he's got two names that are like was his father Mario Mario and he's like Mario Mario Jr. And that's why they. They never really explore Mario's lineage. Like, even in this show, it's not or the movie that we're about well, to watch. I don't they, think it's like... They do say, because uh, Luigi, John Leguizamo, does point out that Mario raised him. So we do know the parents weren't around. But you're right. That's True. basically all we know is that there were... Maybe they also hatched from an egg. Who knows? As far, But as far as um, lore goes, I think this seems like it does the best job of exploring their, their origins, the yeah, mysterious uh, origins of all the origins. This film explores. That's at least they stay out of it. Thank goodness. Uh, cause some of these other origins are gross. Uh, Matt, we are entering our, uh, uh, press play, a summer of video game film adaptations. Uh, this is our first episode of the year. And we are starting with the very first video game movie, the very first, uh, movie based on a single video game that would be 1993's Super Mario Brothers based on the uh, popular Nintendo game of the same name. Uh, Matt, had you seen this movie before? Um, I've seen... It's one of those movies where I've seen bits and pieces, but I don't believe I've ever sat down and watched the entire film. Yeah. Um, but it's... Uh, very heavily referenced and uh notorious if you will yeah it's it's got a it's got an interesting place in uh i guess in uh in in among video game people it's got an interesting spot where it is mostly i would say like mostly panned but for like in in like the nicest way possible that's how i would describe it it's I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's a pretty easy film to criticize, but I think people also treat it with a, with a degree of nostalgia that for sure. you don't see for some of the other movies that we have on our list for sure. I think, I think people were definitely the, the most generous for this one. Well, but I, and I agree. And I also think you can definitely argue that of the films we're going to cover, 
this summer, probably the most popular in terms of games sold, games played, iconic uh, video games. This is certainly probably the most beloved. Uh, yeah, and it it yeah, I would say the most yeah most beloved. Uh, it's maybe the most kind of in the news right now because of the upcoming Mario movie. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's also. Uh, of all the films we're going to cover, the most family-friendly, right? I, I think next week we've got uh, Street Fighter, later Mortal Kombat, Lara Croft, Resident Evil, um, much more serious, uh, more adult films. This is really, for a long time, one of the only, theoretically anyway, we'll talk about it, kid-focused movies um, made from a video game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Matt, where, where do you want to start on this particular film? Um, any, anywhere particular, should I start with the opening narration? Uh, sure. Yeah, we could, we could, we could start there. Cause, cause, cause I think, you know, I took many notes, uh, while this film and, and, and one of my first comments is the opening narration is insane for a Super Mario Brothers movie. I cannot believe they mo- made a movie with this pitch. And the narration goes like this. A long time ago, the Earth was ruled by dinosaurs. They were big, so not a lot of people went around hassling them. Actually, no people went around hassling them because there weren't any people yet. Just the first tiny mammals. Basically, life was good. Then something happened. A giant meteorite struck the Earth. Goodbye, dinosaurs. But what if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteor created a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs continue to thrive and evolve into intelligent, vicious, and aggressive beings, just like us? And hey, what if they found a way back? Insane. Insane. Absolutely crazy. (laughs) With very bad animation, I I cannot believe, like... Like, like within one minute of the film started, you've introduced parallel dimensions and alternate realities. And I'm like, y- what? This movie came out in, uh, in 1993. Yes. And it predates the Matrix. It predates all of the MCU. Talking about multiverses and parallel universes and... Um... I, I don't know. I I appreciated the uh <laughs> the the sudden introduction to the this parallel universe theory cuz I you know they they were going to get there eventually and I just like how they just kind of threw it out there. It really doesn't have anything to do with anything and uh the rendering I think they were what they were trying to go for with the animation was they were trying to go for like um uh, like the Nintendo kind of style graphics, but they ended up it ended up looking more like a PC game. Looked more like yeah, um, it didn't. It was not fun. No, it looked it looked it didn't look Nintendo. It looked it definitely looked more like like the dinosaurs look more realistic. They don't look like Yoshi's, or, or they're just like it's like a Triceratops eating something and like a long neck dinosaur. And and then there's the the terrible meteorite yeah. that comes through and just yeah um, blows him up. Uh, yeah, no, not, I, I, did, we'll I talk about the production. Never, uh, 
never heard this this opening like wasn't mentioned in a lot of places. I feel like it needs more credit. It needs more. It definitely needs more eyes and, and ears. Yeah, well, uh, apparently, and we'll talk about the production of the film, which was really fraught uh, and nearly killed many of the actors. Uh, but I do know that that opening narration was added very late in the process because they didn't feel the movie made sense without it, which I don't think it necessarily helped. But um, but yeah, pretty, pretty wild. Um, and then what's funny is we actually have two sort of pre-movie uh, sequences because we have the narration. And then we also have a mysterious woman who leaves a large egg and a piece of rock at a Catholic orphanage um, who gets killed. The egg hatches. It's a, it's a child, and the nuns don't seem as worried about it as they probably should be. Yeah. They, they don't really seem that, like... They, they're, like, definitely inquisitive, but they're not, like, what is this? Yeah. Um, then we, we get... Is this where we go to Brooklyn? And it's that's like, right, modern day Nazi. Brooklyn, this, this New York. Movie is very Brooklyn, very very Brooklyn. Um, there's there's the Brooklyn, like bridge, famous on this show for being named the single greatest monument of uh, landmark, U.S. landmark of all time. That's right, it's official. Um, I thought that in one scene there was a reporter. And I definitely thought it was Phil Hartman, but I don't think it was Phil Hartman. It was I not, but it's a good guess. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a, like an offhanded, uh, like an off scene. He's reporting on, it's not a big enough role for it to be Phil Hartman. He's reporting on like the pro protests going on at the, um, the, uh, I don't know. There's some kind the of protest site. happening. It's the dig site. Right. Right. Yeah. Tons of, tons of, um, ex, ex um, exposition. Yeah, a lot of the yeah. times the movie is, the movie spends so much time telling you what's happening because mm -hmm. it is so weirdly complex the plot of this film, and that was one of the other things I noted in my notes is that everything that happens in this film happens because of coincidence. Like Mario and Luigi only meet Daisy because they happen to be in the same place in the city, and they only happen to go to find out about the alternate reality because they go to the dig site after dinner and Scapelli's guys happen to be like everything in this movie happens purely on coincidence. It's very annoying. Uh, I thought it was really interesting that the, uh, that Daisy, I didn't know that Daisy was, I guess, introduced. Um, I think the first, the first video, the video game Daisy, right. There was a Daisy in the Mario brothers franchise and she, she's like Luigi's love interest. Whereas like Peach is always Mario's love interest, so they, um, exactly. she appears in um, Mario Tennis, I think, for the first time. But I didn't know she was in this movie. Is this the same Daisy? Like, yes, it's meant to be Princess Daisy. Absolutely, they're both princesses. Is I don't know if Peach and Daisy are like sisters, or they. No, I see. I don't know. I don't. I don't even think she's a princess in the games. She's just referred to as Daisy. Princess uh, that's Peach, a good who question. was originally Princess Toadstool, is a different character. No, it says here, Princess Daisy is a fictional character in the Mario series of video games. She debuted in 1989 okay. Super Mario Land. Um, she's been rumored to be Luigi's love interest, similar to Princess Peach being the love interest of Mario. All right, I guess she was a princess then. Um, 
I <laughs> I kept thinking when they when they were when they first showed Mario and Luigi like driving around in in their truck, their like plumbing truck. I it, I thought that it was when I first saw it, I thought it was um I thought that Mario was the dad and the like it was Luigi John Leguizamo I knew it was Luigi but I had no idea that uh, is it Bob Hoskins was so much Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo seems like so much older than uh, oh, so much older than well, John that Leguizamo was, seemed like a big age difference. I, I, I noted the same thing. What is the age gap between the Mario Brothers? Yeah. And now I'm actually going to take the time to look it up. So, well, actually, John Leguizamo. I'm pretty and, sure that right isn't Mario is older, but only by like I think it canonically it's only by like a day or two. It's I don't think it's like that that old. I don't know. No, it's definitely not. Do you want to guess how far apart actor Bob Hoskins and actor John Leguizamo are in age? Got to be like has to be at least at least 10 is my guess <laughs> they are 18 years apart in age yeah no friggin' way are they brothers wow see that's i i i guess once they, Unless got they the, call once themselves they got brothers the outfits, what maybe they just call themselves brothers but like luigi is just like some guy bob hoskins found on the street and like took in <laughs> Well, maybe I. I, I mean, at no that, point do they say they share parents. I don't. No, think. it's. I guess it's also they. They could just be like they work together. They have the business together. So they, you know, it's the Mario Brothers plumbing business. Like, maybe they're not even the Mario Brothers. Maybe they they just work for them. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's it was just a catchy really name for the business. How how far apart they were in age was it bothered me. Totally agree. I definitely, especially the scene, all the scenes where John Languizamo as Luigi is like talking to Daisy and like flirting with Daisy, and and he Bob Hoskins like stands behind him. It's like kind of like you get that vibe of like a dad. It's like a <laughs> definitely more like a dad 100%. than than an uh, an older brother. But yeah, Mario Brothers Plumbing Service. Yeah, and I will say that I... So I'm going to have a lot of different critiques of this film. Uh, it's very critiquable. I will say, I think the New York stuff in the first, like, 20 to 30 minutes of the film, I kind of like. And then the Koopa stuff and the Dino Hat and stuff in the back half I like, I don't like when they cross over with each other. You know what I mean? Like, if this movie were set entirely in Brooklyn, I would really... I think that's when they, like... Hey, we got a call. We got to go. And they get in the van and they drive it around. They get their scapellis right. They have a, they're actually, so there's something like 30 minutes worth of movie that was cut out before it was released. One of the scenes that was cut was a storyline of more about their competition with scapelli plumbing and construction. And I'm like, I would have liked to have seen that. Like that's, I kind of get where they're going and then like show them actually fixing stuff. And, um, so I did, I did like the, the opening bit. Yeah, the um all the the mushroom kingdom stuff and the, the or the Dino Hatton stuff it, that all reminded me of uh you ever see the movie Halloween Town? Sure. It all reminded it it was very 
it was very much like the first Halloween town to me. It's like all the costumes and the the puppetry, like the 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 special effects that were very much of the era. That's what it reminds, especially when he first he first like dropped through the pipe, um, and uh, I I didn't I didn't really I wasn't expecting that for that like parallel universes explanation of like I, I thought it was gonna be very much just like oh here's this pipe like we're now in in the mushroom kingdom which also exists but it's in like the center of the earth or something or it's yeah, I don't again, know, the upside down. Dimension. It's a lot of weird decisions because I don't have a problem saying like, here's two plumbers from Brooklyn who get sent to this weird fantasy world. Like, that's fine. I think all the dinosaur stuff and the meteorite, I, I just, I think it's weird to me that Daisy like hatched as an egg and has lived in New York and then she has to, like, I don't know. It's just weird. And maybe this is a good time to talk about the development of this movie a little bit because it went through a, I think the single, I should say, you talked a little bit about the production design of Dino Hatton, which I think is out of control good. Like, I love, like, the sparking cars with the electric overhead lines I thought was cool as hell. I thought all the neon was cool. I thought the outfit, like, the production design I thought was awesome. But part of the issue is they had a series of writers come on. The first set of writers wrote a very serious film. Then the next set of writers wrote a comedic film. Then the next set of writers wrote a more serious film. And then the last set of writers made it more comedic. Mainly because Disney bought the distribution rights and after seeing the script said, no, this well, you've got to change a bunch of the stuff. We're making this for kids. Like, it cannot be... And that's why the whole movie has that very weird tone where you're like, they're saying jokes and the soundtrack is very, like, carnival-y where it's like... But then everything is, like, dark and gray and punk and um, bizarre. So the, the tone of this movie is insane. I like the pieces. They make no sense together. Yeah, it, it reminded me of something that I read I, and I put in my notes that Shigeru Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto right, the, the creator of Mario, said he appreciated the effort put into the film, but he felt that it tried too hard to replicate the games instead of being entertaining on their own. Like, I, I don't, I, I definitely don't disagree with that. Um, it's, it's almost like they tried, they tried to, it's like they tried to create a new, completely new direction for Mario that they, they hoped would take off maybe with the games, but they didn't add enough of what makes Mario like Mario. Like there's the weird stuff with like the, they're in the, they're in the, the upside down Manhattan and everybody's eating like roasted lizards and like. You know, the dinosaurs are like fighting each other. It's like, I get what they're trying to go for that it's like an exotic place that is definitely not regular Manhattan, but this dino like flipped version of it. But it's not the Mushroom Kingdom. Like, they, they, they tried, it's like they tried to make it gritty or something, but, but in like a Saturday morning kids' cartoon kind of gritty kind of way. It's just the whole movie's, I, you know, I, I was thinking as I was watching this, I'm like, this is like a chef cooking a meal where you buy the finest ingredients. I once made chili, Matt. This is true. I've made chili many times, but I made chili once. I got a beautiful cut of meat. I got some great fresh veg local vegetables. I got all kinds of spices and stuff. It, it was beautiful. And I cut all the stuff up. I prepped it. I got it in the slow cooker. 
It was horrible. It tasted so bad. And I, to this day, don't know what I screwed up about it. Something went wrong. To me, this is a movie with a lot of really good ingredients. And I think even when you read some of the interviews with the creatives behind the movies, they, they reference a lot films like Ghostbusters as inspiration, which I, when I think about it, I see it actually, right? The problem is Ghostbusters is not a kid's movie. Kids like it. It's not a kid's movie. And that is, I think, the ultimate flaw of this film is if you go into the saying, this is like an adult Mario Brothers film, I think it's better than it is a jokey kids movie. And just the tone never settles. But I like the individual pieces. Dino Hatton is so cool. And when they're in Brooklyn, just being plumbers, that's cool. And then all the stuff that mixes in with the alternate realities and the meteor. And it's like, come on, what what the hell? Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to, uh, definitely don't want to undersell it here. <laughs> um I can understand why this became a cult classic for sure. It's just the decisions are very, they seem kind of out of place in the context of you're making this movie for children. Like having, having this group. This would have scared me as a kid. Yeah. If I I had seen this as a kid, it really would have terrified with like the de-evolution shit, which is like, cool. That was, I was like watching it freaked out at my age. No, definitely. Definitely. It, uh, it's just like stuff that's like, why does this need to be here in a movie about Mario? You think Mario's going to be like Mario jumping on, you know, jumping on the Goombas, like maybe he rides Yoshi for a little bit. Or there's like, uh, <laughs> there's like, well, um, that's, that's what they go to jail at one point. Like there's, there's the, the, like you said, the de-evolution things, the, the, um, the, there's the, yeah, all the all the like the seedy underbelly of this this Mario City, this our dinosaur city. None of that's in any of the games, so it's kind of like where did they get? I don't even know where they got the ideas well, from. It's and one thing I noted was that in my notes I said here, I guess I have to give them credit for inserting so many references to the game. Like if on pure count, like if you read the script and counted, I think at one point when they're driving the van through the city early in the film, they make like a turtle shell reference like Mario Kart. And you're like, like if you genuinely go through, they reference the movie a ton. The problem is they reference it too much to the point where they have to scramble the plot to have it all make sense. Like the thwomp boots. And you're just like, why is all this? Like you could have simplified it so much in the movie. You didn't have to be so aggressive. That might have been where Miyamoto was going with the the whole uh, where he was going with the whole like he felt like they weren't they were trying to be too close to the game and they they should have just focused more on doing their own thing but maybe their own thing that wasn't you know super terrifying for for four year olds um I know I would have been very upset by that that dinosaur changing machine the the one that de-evolutionizes every, yeah i would have not Such, liked that so weird child. so weird As and child, i yeah. will say this this um film did uh pioneer a lot of new special effects technology and design actually a lot of what was done over 700 visual effect shots um uh and it was also the first film ever scanned with a digital intermediate um, so this, the first film to ever use, um, certain softwares, now industry standards. So this film did revolutionize a lot of special effects. Today, it look kind of looks like crap, 
But um, it is, I give them credit, effects-wise, it's kind of a wild movie. Mm, yeah. Yeah, the, there was there was a lot of a lot of things that when did um some of the part actually some of the a large amount of the movie reminded me of the have you ever seen Total Recall? Yep. Is that the movie I'm thinking of? Yeah, Total Recall had just come out in 1990. Yep. Is this the movie I'm thinking of? Yeah, definitely. Total Recall. Yeah, some great effects in that movie. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the effects I was definitely made. Yeah, that that came to mind. That definitely came to mind. Can we talk about uh, Dennis Hopper in this? Movie? I would love to talk about Dennis Hopper. I have him. He is I. He is bolded and underlined. I thought he was the star of this movie. I thought he was the star of this movie. I thought he beat out. Mm. He beat out Leguizamo. I think he beat out um, uh, Hoskins. Was this was this Leguizamo's first role? Was this his? It debut? was very. That's a fair. I'm gonna pull up his. It, I know it's very early in his career. Um, certainly, he's so super young. Yeah, no, this was one of his first real. I mean, he did a bunch of like side stuff, but this. You're right. This was one of his first major like this starring like starring roles. Thing, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, this really was. Uh, no, uh, yeah. I don't know if I would agree with you uh, necessarily. Dennis Hopper is awesome in this. Um, although yeah. I will state for the record, the following year in 1994, the film Speed comes out in which he plays the exact same character. It is the yeah. same acting performance in both films, which as I was watching this, I'm like, this is okay. just like him in Speed where he's That's the bad true. guy, um, which is great. I, again, I like him in both. I, I still think Bob Hoskins... I love Bob Hoskins in this. Looking back, I don't know if anyone could have been as good of a Mario as he was. I do think he's good. Des Hopper's right up there. I think Leguizamo's very good. I actually think all the acting in general was good. Fiona Shaw as Lena, I thought was really good. I think probably my weakest performance of the movie might have been Samantha Mathis, Mathis as Daisy. Um, but I also don't think the movie gave her a ton to do. And I also think she no. had absolutely no chemistry with Leguizamo. There was no, no romance whatsoever. between them at all. It was shocking how little chemistry they had. No, my, yeah, that was going to be my criticism is I, I don't think this movie really gave Daisy anything to do except just like, just be the, uh, the, you know, the, the love interests, I, well, she gets kidnapped just, for half the movie, and and get yeah. I was gonna say be the love interest and get captured. That was that's kind of like her her main role. Like, um, I would have loved. And by the way, we'll we'll get to the ending of the film, but mm -hmm. um, I I do love the ending where she stays behind. Leguizamo's sad. I get it. Stupid. They set up a sequel, but I do love that she comes back and is kicking ass. And I'm like, that's the movie I want to see. I want to see her with the Mario Brothers kicking ass. Like that is yeah. more exciting to me than what was, she actually did in the film. But anyway, let's talk about yeah. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, no, I thought I thought he was great. Um, but you're right. A lot of his performance was speed. Yeah, it was definitely like like uh, practice for speed. <laughs> um, but I was trying to. Oh, speaking of Daisy. Do you think that they got money from NYU with all the NYU like stuff? 
in this movie. <laughs> there's like the NYU car. There's like a sign at one point. There's uh, she's got NYU like on her like, cardigan or whatever. Like there's there's NY definitely well, a- NYU product placement. I, I've never seen product placements yeah. for a university as much in this. Even on the Wikipedia, well, it think... says that she. It says Luigi falls for NYU student Daisy. That's like her only character character description. Yeah, they needed somebody to be in charge. You know, some collegiate organization to be in charge of the job site. I think. Which, by the way, I, I mentioned how convenient and coincidence this movie is. She just so happens to go into archaeology and just so happens to find the dig site where there just so happens to be a meteorite that just so happens to have a portal to an alternate dimension that she just so happens to be royalty in. Uh, but anyway, no, I agree with you. The NYU thing was a little... But it's a New York movie. I mean, that was very popular at the time. It is a New York movie. There's a good shot of the skyline with the Twin Towers at one point. There's They eat spaghetti and meatballs. They ride a car. I think they they say forget about it at least at least once oh. in this movie. The Brooklyn accent, so yep. so good in this movie. It it is really really funny. From Brooklyn, that would be a drinking yeah. game. How many? Just every time they say Brooklyn. Actually, um, but I, I will say that Super Mario Brothers drinking game. Oh, no. Okay, here it is. Wish I'd known this before. Requirements. All you'll need for this movie is the Super Super Mario Brothers movie and some drinks. Conveniently enough, Nintendo doesn't care about this movie at all, so it's available for free to watch on YouTube. That's not true. Um, Okay. Are you ready for the drink? Do you want to make any guesses as to what is in the drinking game? Um, Boy... I'm going to assume it's all reference-based. If you were designing this drinking game based on Super Mario Brothers movie, what would you Okay, here you go. Great question. Number one, every time Koopa cleans himself or mentions something about his cleanliness, I would drink. Um, Every time the word plumber is said. Um, I'll I'll let you know when when one... That that one is in there. That is okay. that is on actually um, on the list on the list of words anytime someone says the word plumber. Deevolution is that another one? Uh, anytime someone is evolved or devolved. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, probably every time someone says Koopa, which they say a lot. Um, I would say every time someone is dragging away a woman, drink. Uh, the word Koopa surprisingly is not, Mm. but do you say every time they drag someone away? (laughs) A woman specifically. Every time a woman is like a hand is over her mouth and she's dragged away drink. It happens a lot. No. Um, let's see. Every time Mario and Luigi do that weird handshake thing they do. I thought I saw Um, that. Every, every time the meteorite piece on the necklace is on screen, drink. Yep. Yep. That's um, on there. Mentioned or on screen. Yep. This is pretty good. You're, you're, you know, you're doing pretty uh, well. Here. You've got like a 400, 500. What, what, what else is on there? Okay. Uh, anytime someone says any of the following words, dimension, plumber, Yoshi, <laughs> Mario, Luigi, Daisy, Toad. So any uh, of the main I characters. wouldn't do the names. I think that's a, 
I, I wouldn't that, do the I names. That's a I bit agree. much. That's because that, that but, does happen. Okay. A lot, but that's that's on there. Scapelli. Uh, whenever... Every time they say Scapelli, I would drink. No, Scapelli. See, that that one I think I like that one better. It's a little more sparingly used. Uh, drink whenever one of the Mario Brothers uses a tool. Drink whenever yep. the rock or meteor shard is mentioned or shown. Drink when there's a bad pun. Yep. Whenever someone yep. is evolved or devolved. Whenever Big Bertha punches someone. That doesn't uh, happen that much. No, that's that was that's a rare one. That's a rare yeah. one. That should be like a finish finish your drink when this happens. Like um whenever you recognize a new Mario enemy in the movie. Um, okay. this includes seeing the name of one on a sign, which does happen quite a bit. Um and drink whenever you hear Toad's harmonica being played. I'm I'm yeah, I will this, give this you one say, more. This does say this is one of our steadier drinking games. The amount of times the words Dimension, Plumber, Mario, and Luigi are said is absolutely staggering. Uh, that being said, there is also a ton of scenes that involve Mario or Luigi using their tools to solve a problem. Um, but please, So therefore, please exercise caution and drink responsibly. Uh, I'll give you one more, Matt, which yeah. is uh, drink every time there are sparks on screen. Everything sparked in this movie. I wrote in my notes. Can you imagine what That's they spent one. on spark making machines? That's that is a good one. There was a lot of, but I feel like that was also the era. That, oh, totally. That early, no, early listen, nineties, everything sparked. We watched so the, of the its Turtles, time. The Turtles movie. There was a lot of sparks. Yeah, it was great. I loved. I did love. And that's again. I think the production design is really cool. Like I love all the kind of like overhead walkways and those cars with like the big sparking engines on front. Like I, there was a lot of the design. I did. I did like a lot. Um, I I do have one of um. You know me, I like doing the impressions and reading the quotes, but I have one of the King Koopa um, monologues here uh, that I would like to read. Look at this place. Pathetic. It gets worse every day. The humans on the other side have a world full of resources, ready for the taking. Imagine an endless supply of food, clean air, water. And what are we stuck with? This pit hole, germs everywhere, fungus. For 65 million years, we've been exiled here after the meteorite struck, while mammals roamed freely in the other dimension. <laughs> well, not for long. Um, which, by the way, that was another one of my notes where I said, uh, so they can create a de-evolution machine, but they can't solve their natural resources problem. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was very, con you know, again, because the, the plot of the movie is sort of like parallel evolution. Like, we both end up humans talking English, it's just they're from dinosaurs, and I'm like, but they have some incredible technology. But then, like, I don't know if you noticed this, but all their screens are controlled by the laser guns from the Nintendo system. Did you notice? I like a little bit. No, I didn't. I didn't notice that. There, there was a part where Daisy, after she meets her father, who's a fungus. Again, this movie's just <laughs> wild. Um, but she's controlling a screen, and and uh, King Koopa does it too. But they literally pick up a connected light gun, and they like point it at the button they want to push, and they pull the trigger, and that's how they select things, which was a nice little video game thing. But I'm like, so they don't have the ability to make touch screens, but they can make a de-evolution machine, right? And uh, what else? They have that suit, that super suit, that uh, the thwomp suit, or swat the boots, the boots, yes. Which by the way mm -hmm. seem like. You can just, anyone can buy them? Like, they have stores? They're like Nikes? Yeah. Like, they don't seem spe particularly unique or special. 
Uh, but they have the weird sparking cars that only work that are like uh, bumper cars and have to connect to the grid overhead. Like I don't, it's really mixer matchy. Very strange. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what, why does, uh, Why does Bob Hoskins get caught in the goo? Not Bob Hoskins, I'm sorry. Why does Dennis Hopper get caught in the goo? There's a scene where he's in a bunch of goo. What, you mean where he's turned into goo? N- yeah. Yeah, there's like goo, there's like gray goo everywhere. Yeah, I, as far as I understand... So the evolution, de-evolution, which again is weird, because you can de-evolve someone or evolve someone, which they do to um, Iggy and Spike, although it doesn't change their physical shapes, just makes them a little smarter, though they're still idiots, so that's weird. But basically, as you de-evolve someone, they become, like, the Goombas, and then they become, like, a non-humanoid dinosaur, then they become fungus which is what they did to the king. And if you go even farther, you get turned into goo. Oh, so that was, that was I thought that was like a malfunction of the, that, that's no, part of the evolution? Is it like supposed yeah, to be slime? Because Mario and Luigi, Mario and Luigi had like the portable de-evolution guns at the end of the film. And they both, mm. they shot both of them at Dennis Hopper. And you see he sort of like becomes like a T-Rex dinosaur. And then he becomes a yeah. fungus. And then he explodes into goo. Into the goo. Okay. I I was very, very I was very surprised at the hyper realism of the the dinosaurs. Like they all like the, the how they're like lizard. They're they don't look like they don't look like dinosaurs from the game. It's not like nice. The dinosaur like Yoshi and the dinosaurs from Mario World are very round. And although I guess this actually this pre does that pre this predates that doesn't it? Um. No, it would be uh, around the same From the time. Mario Brother game? Yeah. This would be... No, no, no. Mario Mario World had already been out for like two years. That's right. Three years. So yeah. Yoshi was definitely... Yeah. So they knew exactly what uh, what he should have looked like. Actually, that's yeah, probably where they, how they, why they leaned in so much with the dinosaur stuff. Because that's what all... Mario World is all... Takes place in like Dino Land. That's kind of the plot. Yeah, and that's, again, I, I, I think a movie where Mario and Luigi fall through a portal and are transported 65 million years in the past or something, like, again, I think there's just, it's just such an odd way to uh, to accomplish it. Yeah, that might have been something that yeah. uh, we were expecting. So how about the the second half of this movie, the latter half of the movie? What, what did you think? It's like resolution. Bizarre. <laughs> uh, strange. So, um, uh, Big Bertha, who we haven't talked about, uh, very strange, by the way, added in that last phase of adding a comedic relief and a character kids would like, which I think is weird. Um, and um, Lena merges the worlds. Uh, Koopa and Mario are brought back to Brooklyn. Koopa de- uh, devolves Scapelli into a chimpanzee, which I actually thought was funny. I did, I did like that joke. Um, but then they get whisked back. Uh, and it's just a lot of various fight scenes um, with the, the fo- fungus and Mario and Luigi. I, I, I don't know, Matt. I thought it was fine. 
Um, I, like I said, I, I, I liked the fact that Daisy stayed behind because I thought the easy thing would have had her and Louis, like Luigi stays behind and they're in love or whatever. And I do like that she comes back. Um, but all in all, I, yeah, I, I don't, I guess I don't really have a strong opinion on the back half of the movie. Yeah, uh, it, it resolves all right. Uh, you know, <laughs> by that point, my brain was so melted. Yeah, that maybe I was that like, was you could do I anything like on screen. Been, my brain had been de-evolved at that point. Like I said, I I did like Lena. I thought it was a cool character. Um, and I liked how she sort of turned at the end and decided she was going to open the portal. And I, I thought all that was neat. Um, I, I just think towards the end where they're like doing that weird thing where they dissolve and, and they, then they end up in the they're bouncing between realities. I was just like, is this movie over yet? Uh, by the way, did you see the post credit scene? Yes, I did. That was, which is like, <laughs> that was, that was, an, With it the was two nice. Japanese was... guys and the, yep. I laughed. I thought the, the super Koopa cousins, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was that was neat. I like that. Oh, I don't know. Addition. Um, I I liked it, <laughs> and the reporter who I I thought um. I think was it the same reporter as the beginning from the beginning of the movie, who I thought was Phil Hartman. Yeah, and he's like, he says that they should be they should be called the Super Mario Brothers. I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yes, well, well, yeah, wasn't that wasn't that part of like the 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 weird of the world TV series that Luigi's watching at the beginning yeah. that conveniently talks about what an alternate dimension is? Right, um, exactly. In case yeah. you haven't figured it out. It's called foreshadowing. Yeah, and he does that. Nah, that's impossible. Nothing's impossible, Mario. Nothing's impossible when you um, put your mind to it. <laughs> just so freaking strange. Oh my god. Um, okay, so technically that's it's primeval slime. That's what. That's the final um, link. Uh, but, and it's actually a real thing. It's like the that when they say also like the primordial soup, basically yeah. like where life began. That's what you're they're saying you would like get de-evolved all the way back to that to those like microorganisms in this soup. Um That's what I, I'm looking here through the the, gray the IMDB quotes page and there's a lot of uh a lot of the jokes you can tell were added in towards the end of the process to make it funnier. Um wow, there were dinosaurs in Brooklyn. Relax, Luigi. There used to be Dodgers here too. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of good one-liners uh yeah yep um matt any other thoughts on uh super mario brothers i i got a couple of straggler notes here um let's see what we did i said why did they make luigi hard to understand he barely speak english john leguizamo really mumbles a lot hmm. um it gets better as the movie goes on but in opening he's very hard to understand. Um, I wrote, who is this movie for? It's not for kids. It's not for fans of the video games. It's not for fans of good cinema. I think it's for fans of gross, gnarly things. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm fairly confident that the people who made this movie have never seen a kid's movie nor played a video game. Did you know that the narrator was Dan Castellaneta? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good voice he does. Uh, My final question here, Matt, I wrote, is Koopa supposed to be a Donald Trump analog? Oh, totally. I mean, yes, I, I, I thought so. I thought so because he Cause was he sort of he's big, got the hair. Like, yeah, he was he was and, definitely. And he's got his name on the building. Oh yeah, and he he even runs for office. Yeah, which is which is yeah maybe maybe these writers did have access to some kind of a, a time portal after all. Yeah, man, <laughs> with with Donald Trump in office, it's I, I I'd rather be living in Dino Hatton. <laughs> Dino Hell. Dino Hatton. Oh, so um, stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was an this was like a movie that somebody would like. If you handed somebody who lived on a different planet the the rights to make a Mario movie, and you only loosely described what the Mario games were. And you got them very drunk. This is this is exactly what you would end up with. Yeah, th- this is like you wrote a good Mario movie. You put it in a blender. And then you took what came out of the blender, baked it in the oven, and then took what came out of the oven and put it back in the blender, and you've created the Super Mario Brothers movie. It- it's, a, it's a failure of process more than anything else. Because I think... Like I said, my overall review of this film would be the individual components are very compelling. I think the acting is good. I think the production design is good. I think some of the ideas are interesting. I think there are uh, scenes in the movie I like. I think as a cohesive product, there's nothing cohesive about it. Like as a movie, it's not for anybody. It, it, it doesn't appeal to kids, doesn't appeal to fans of the game, doesn't appeal to people who like good movies. But it is interesting. As someone now in 2022 watching it for the first time, and, and I got us the 4K copy, which looks really good upscaled, um, it's interesting to watch. Like, I don't regret watching it. I don't think I wasted my time um, because there's a lot of cool stuff that went in on there. Stuff that, again, as you mentioned, Matt, an animated Mario movie is coming in the next year or two, and it's going to be predictable. Like, I highly doubt there's going to be anything weird or unusual about it. Mario should never be made into a live-action movie. It makes no sense. It's like a, a parallel I was thinking was the Lego movie. Like, imagine if they said we're going to make a live-action Lego movie, and you're like, how the hell do you do that? Like, to me, this doesn't make sense. As li- but I'm glad they made it, and I'm glad I watched it, because it is just yep. weird in a good way, is my sort of oh, general yeah. statement. No, for sure. I am, I am very glad that I saw this. I'm very glad that this exists. That That's... That's on. That's genuinely how I feel. I I get the sense. I could could be wrong, but I get the sense that I won't feel this way about other movies on this list that we're going to yeah. be watching this summer. But I definitely appreciated this one for for all the weirdness, everything about it. Uh, its own unique take. All we needed was uh, Jeff Goldblum in this one. This would have been. 
That would have. I thought that would have been great. Although he, him playing Toad, I think would have been very funny. Yes. Yeah. That actually, that's the role I had in mind for him. Yeah, he would have been really yeah, good at that. He would have been a. He would have been a great Toad. I think he would have stole the show. I think he would have. He would have. Uh, he would have been a great Toad. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. How they ever made a video game movie after this is shocking. And you'll notice when you look at the list of video game movies that followed, they all went to action. Because I think, by the way, I think the action is kind of what works well in this movie. And I think they realized that the sort of comedy, like the plots of video games are so thin. Don't tell a narrative story. Just put a bunch of action on screen for two hours and you make a a good film. Um, it, it took a long time before stuff got really plotty. Um you know, you, you were into the mid-2000s before that really happened. Now, Matt, um, how about we score this movie as we wrap up here? Uh, 1993's Super Mario Brothers, uh, colon, the movie, um, the tagline, this ain't no game. Um, let's. How about we rate it on a scale from 1 to 10 joysticks? Where would you rate uh, the Super Mario Brothers film? Um, joysticks. I, I would say. Well, I guess they weren't. Hang on, maybe we should because yeah. there weren't joysticks for. So what no. would you? What, would, what should we rate it no, on? No, that I. I would say. Um. I would. We could say for. Are we making a a ranking for all the movies this summer? Uh yeah, but we can change the scale. It's gonna be one to ten, but we can change well, what well, it represents we every school. week. One to ten pixels. Love it. Love it. Uh, I would say, let's give this one, let's give this one five pixels. Okay. But two green mushrooms for extra life. (laughs) Okay. Two extra life green mushrooms. No poison mushrooms. I don't think there were any poison mushrooms in here. I think it was, it would be two. The mushrooms were helpful. Two green mushrooms. Two, two up. Um, this movie was like when you, um, is, is like when you, when you make a really great jump that you didn't think you were going to land and, but then you can't see out the, the other side of the screen that like a, there's a Koopa right in front of you as soon as you jumped. And so you hit and you take damage, but you don't die and you just barely finish the level. That's kind of like what this, but you miss all the coins along the way. Yeah. That's that's what this movie is. Very fair. Very fair. Yeah. Matt, I think I would say as a film, just like as a standalone cinematic film, this is a three and a half pixel. But I think in terms of my enjoyment, it's going to get bumped up as well, like your score did. And I think it's going to go up to like six pixels. I think I think it gets a doubled score. Because, well, actually, that'd be seven. But uh because of how much I enjoyed it and how weird it was. Like if it were, if it were like I described and they're just in Brooklyn the whole time being funny plumbers and like there's game references, I think it'd be a more successful film. I don't think I'd enjoy it as much. So um, I'll I'll give it credit for, for what it is. I'm actually kind of glad that it wasn't a massive success. And I'll say why I think because the movie coming out, the, the upcoming movie that that's coming out, the upcoming Mario Brothers movie, if this movie had been a huge success, if this movie had been like a really good movie, this one inevitably would not 
you know, it would, I would. I don't think it would. I think it would struggle to live up to its its expectations, its shoes. But now this movie gets to be kind of whatever it wants to be. Um, it, it could be terrible, just like this one, in 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 the in all the best ways, right? Um, but I don't think so. I mean, I'm going to challenge you. I don't think this movie can possibly be terrible. I think it can be mediocre. I think it can be forgettable. But that's what bums me out about modern cinema is there really are no more bad movies. They're just forgettable, okay movies. Like, there's no movie anymore that comes out and you watch it and you're like, what were they thinking? How did they make this? Like, you don't do that anymore. That's what bums me out. The new Star Wars movies? The the, the sequels? Uh, All terrible. Yeah. Very, very, very much so. Well, let's not very get into this so. again. I think but, Force but Awakens is for different reasons. Maybe. Force Awakens is fine. The Last Jedi is at least interesting. Again, my point. I'm not saying it's good, but it is interesting. Uh, last, uh, last. What's Rise the, Skywalker. the Skywalker? That's a true. That's a mm. bad movie. That is Atrocious. a bad yeah. movie. Um, yeah. but I agree with you. But I, I think they do exist. Mario and the other great thing about Mario, by the way, is because they've waited. Mario lore has expanded a lot since 1993. So there is a lot, there's more characters, there's more story, there's more experience with these characters um, outside of, in a narrative, you know, you think of some of the more modern Mario games, they actually do tell a bit more of a narrative than the games of the 80s and 90s. So I do think now is a better time to start taking these characters and making them into movies. 1993 might have been a little soon. Hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Now, Matt, next uh, on our next episode, Street Fighter. Have you ever played Street Fighter? I have. I'm, I'm terrible at pretty much all fighting games, but I have played it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's exciting. Uh, obviously, Street Fighter 2, the most popular series, uh, was released in 1991. And in 1994, it was made to an action film starring everyone's favorite, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I am excited for this. We're talking pure, nonstop action uh, directed by the same guy who did uh, Commando, uh, Die Hard, Judge Dredd. Um, this thing is going to uh, kick ass and uh, take names, and I'm very excited to, to see a big contrast from Super Mario Brothers. And very successful, by the way. Grossed uh, more than twice what uh, Super Mario Brothers and, and turned a pretty tidy profit. Yeah. Um, Ming-Na Wen is in this. Absolutely. Oh, a, a lot of... Very famous now for her role in uh, Mandalorian. And, uh, that's right. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Among others. Yeah. No, a lot Among of great things, talented, yeah. uh, actors. Hmm. So should be fun kicking off, uh, our summer video game movies in an interesting way, but, uh, boy, we're just getting started. So I hope people come back. Of course, you guys are definitely going to check out last week's episode. We set up our book club for the summer, Matt. I have both the books. Um, and in a couple weeks we'll, uh, we'll, sprinkle them in among the movies um so be sure you check that out uh all the episodes are at upfordebate.tv our website of course the video on our youtube channel you can subscribe to the audio version wherever you get podcasts just search for up for debate of course you can get a hold of us up for debate tv at gmail.com or tweet at us at up for debate tv <coughs> excuse me and uh matt anything else you'd like to say uh no next week uh we all uh we'll, we'll look at We'll look at the, the, the movie that made the uh, the Hadouken. <laughs> yes. What are your bets right now? Are they going to say it in the movie? Of course. How many times? 
I don't. So here's my thing, Matt, is I know nothing about the Street Fighter video game. I've never played it. I know nothing about it. So I, I know more, actually, because uh, the week following Street Fighter, we're going to do Mortal Kombat. I know more about that than I do Street Fighter. So I'm going to have to do some aggressive research so I get all the references in the movie um, and try and catch them as, as we watch it. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll try to go in uh, spoiler free then. Yeah, it should be fun. So my guess is my guess is they say it twice. Okay. Okay. That's good. I have a feeling. You know, actually, it might be funny. Maybe I won't do any research, and then when we come on the show, I'll try and guess what reference to the movies and see if I can figure out what in the movie. You know, how could they always do the big moment where they do the references? Like, I wonder if I can figure out the references without knowing anything about the game. Hmm. Um, sounds like a very boring challenge. Uh, cool. All right. That will do it for us. We appreciate you joining us on behalf of Matt. I'm Sean, the, the original Mario brothers here. We'll see you next time for a fight-tacular episode of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.